So Keith here at uh, Beat the Casino tonight. Wanted to uh, welcome everybody for stopping by tonight. I uh, hope everyone's having a good evening. Uh, lots of stuff going on. Things are getting better. Looks like everything's going to open up uh, fairly shortly, at least uh, partially. Uh, Vegas, I think, uh, will start to trickle open on the 19th. And we're talking. Uh, was talking to some of my players tonight um, who had called me, had some questions, and uh, you know we were talking talking about playing online a uh, couple places I know one of uh, uh, the places that they seem to like to play was called uh, I made some notes talking to some players and asked them where they were playing and uh, I was going to look into a couple of them too uh, of course I know uh, my bookie uh, isn't a bad place to play uh, cards online and American Card Room I was surprised to hear uh, from uh, Simon uh, who's a longtime member of our forum place down on the Gulf Coast. Uh, Simon uh, had mentioned it's it's not a bad place to play. American Card Room. Uh, I was going to check it out and see about playing some live cards there. He said they have live cards there. Uh, so it may be alternative uh, here in the month of May until we get back into the swing of things um, in June. Uh, you know, we're going to certainly plan something in June in Vegas to get out and have a play session uh, with our players in June. Uh, God willing, if uh, things open up enough in Vegas. So really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, we were talking about places to play. However, the reason he called uh, me and wanted to chat, and it's always really important. Um, we were talking an awful lot about the 5D manual, and he's a big 5D fan and likes to play 5D. And uh, so he was asking some questions about 5D, and I tried to clarify it for him, and I think we got it squared away. And of course, one of the most important things when you're playing 5D, not to, to beat a dead horse, but we do have a seminar coming up, a uh, play session where everyone is going to be practicing 5D on Monday night. We're all going to be playing. We're all going to be asking, why did you bet this? What statistics are, what are the statistics showing you, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But in our conversation about the 5D, and if you don't have the manual. Uh, the manual's free. You can grab it right from right from our site or in the link here down below to any one of our Let's uh, Talk Baccarat series. So if you don't have it, go ahead and grab it. Um, it is free. Uh, and you'll read in there about uh, disparities between certain statistics. And we were talking about the five statistics that are the primary ones. Now, there's a lot more to 5D than just, pardon me, what's in the manual. And, and the basic statistics, but it, it, it gives you the framework for how to play 5D. And we were talking about it, and uh, one of the things that we were talking about is the primary statistics. We watch, in 5D, we watch banker player. We watch one back. Now, there's a couple terms for one back, which is, uh, we call it the OR count, which is what happened one hand back. Was it opposite or repeat? You can do it that way um, and, and just make a simple count. Or you can track, well, this one went opposite and this one went uh, repeat, which is how it's done in the manual with slashes, two back and three back. So that's four dimensions right there. And then the fifth dimension uh, originally was uh, uh, what we called an MDB bet, which was wait for three of some event to occur, for instance, three two in a rows, and then bet the next three times uh, that it will not occur again three more consecutive times. So you were betting against anything occurring six times in a row, uh, and what I like to call uh, a complex event. So a complex event was something that was more than just a repeat or an opposite. 
it may have been a two in a row followed by a one in a row and MDB would look for those patterns and then after three of those occurred sequentially or within a certain time frame we would bet that that wouldn't occur again for instance a lot I know a lot of you probably have seen this where uh, multiples kind of cluster together well we would wait for four of them to cluster together and we would bet in MDB that the next time that that occurred the next time it came to a potential four in a row cluster we would bet instead of it going to the to the fourth fourth time in a row where there was a multiple we would bet opposite that so so that was the fifth dimension in uh, in uh, in MDB originally. So, but now we've expanded it, uh, and you can read all about it in the private forum to about ten more uh, statistics or best bets, as we call them, that we watch for that can override the uh, significant uh, primary four statistics. And so, you know, what you're armed with then is you're watching for a game uh, where, you know, statistically you're seeing something going on and you're going to bet that it's going to continue. However, if you see something very much out of the ordinary, in other words, we have these kind of super statistics that override uh, what we're seeing with 5D. One of them, of course, uh, as many players look for all the time, of course, is strong side. And we have our special way of looking for strong side, uh, where we look for multiple, multiple, a hit that overcomes uh, what we anticipate to be a losing hand and then maybe a tie in a, in a long straight run and then it stays on that side. So there are various other things that we look for with strong side to qualify it to make a, you know a real uh, make it a real good bet and that's what we're looking for. So but in any event we were talking about the 5D and uh, you know one of the things that you have to be clear on is how to keep track of the disparities and there was some confusion where you have to anticipate you have to make the most current hand what what you're looking at. So in other words, if you're anticipating a bet on banker or player, one back is the last bet that's on your scorecard. It's not two back, it's one back. It's the current hand. Then two back is two hands back, and three hands is three hands back. And that could be actually a, a point of confusion uh, when you're actually trying to uh, uh, keep track of the 5D and probably one of the biggest uh, mistakes that some players make. The other one that we talked about is um, when we're looking for different disparities, of course, if the disparity with is within the realm of less than three points or less than three, then it always points to a, an OTB4L bet, which is opposite time before last. If you don't know about OTB4L, go ahead and just uh, look in our uh, videos. We have a video on OTB4L, it teaches you how to bet it. Uh, but when there's a disparity of less than three, it always points to OTB4L. Um, when the disparity is more than three, then we have to take a look at the individual statistics, whether it was opposite, is has the most disparity or whether the same as as it's called in the manager or repeat of of three back what just happened or one back or two back so so there's a couple variables that are most important now we also said that we like to see three or four of those variables have a um, a, a statistic 
that has three or more. Okay, we don't really want to default to the OTB4L bet, but if you do see something and you like it, and the disparity is less than three in all of them, it'll default to the OTB4L bet. What we'd like to see is a disparity of three or more, and then have the 5D automatically adjust and tell you what to bet. Now, it could be opposite or it could be repeat. That's what you have to look at, and that's what really we teach you in the uh, in the 5D manual. So go ahead and grab it. Then on top of that, as I was talking about with the uh, with the OTB4L bet and a disparity, we want to see more than just one. Um, and that's always critical. And I think uh, you'll find with 5D, because you're looking for these circumstances that really have a lot of disparity in what's going on and are trying to point that out with you by keeping a lot of statistics, you'll find that you don't make a lot of bets in the game. Sometimes you can, although not too often, every once in a while you find a game where uh, the statistics if you play a real tight game, uh, don't really point for you to bet anything. And that's really what you're looking for, some place, some game that has a huge disparity that's easy to exploit that doesn't present itself as um, you know, a strong side game or something you would see obviously occurring on the on the uh, on the scoreboard. Um, so that's what 5D 5D is really good at. It's like finding those one or two games out of ten or fifteen that the statistic is kind of buried within the game that's going to go ahead and tell you what to bet. Um, the other thing that we were talking about is, uh, again, as I mentioned, the, the other 10 best bets that override those statistics. And then kind of the tweak uh, with it was from Canada Bach, what we're talking about. And he's he's off for a couple of days, by the way, if anybody's remembering uh, what he, uh, where he's at. But what he's talking about is sometimes you can look at the DNA, and the DNA is just a deeper dive into the average score of the hands of each game, and what is the actual spread, or the range of scores on each side, and what happened last time when that score uh, actually came about. So all these statistics are really good things to look at, and, and the more information that you have about the game, the better player that you're gonna become. Sure, some Sometimes you won't find anything that's really significant and you'll be making all these calculations on your on your uh, scorecard and keeping track of it and everybody's looking at you like you're 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 a little nuts you know for keeping all those statistics but in the end what you're looking for is just that little bit extra edge that's going to push you over the top to find that one game that you can really exploit and take advantage of and make a couple more units than the average player. Look, we all look at the scoreboard, right? I mean, you know, sometimes it's valuable. Look at the scoreboard, you know, see something that's going on, a trend that's so obvious. And, and I, you know, I'll be honest. It's like, oh, well, Jesus, uh, two in a row are most common here. I'm, I'm just going to sit in this game and try to grab a couple chips, betting two in a row. Or uh, one that we forget about all the time, and I would recommend that you actually think about this a lot, is... If you're watching a Baccarat game and you see a player doing exceptionally well, okay, uh, play with them. Uh, whatever they're doing at that particular time is working. Now, you have to be careful, okay? Most of those players bet 
way too aggressively up as you win. You don't want to fall into that, but it's certainly, uh, if he's picking more than, he or she is picking more than 50% of the hands correctly, and they seem to be doing extremely well, flat bet along with them. there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Any statistic that you find at the table that happens to be working, and it's so blatantly obvious that it is working, play with it. Um, it we, we used to see this uh, an awful lot, or some people uh, don't like doing this. I mean, that, that's silly not to do that. If you find someone at the table who's doing really well and you're like struggling to make one or two units in the shoe, try a bet or two with somebody else who, who may be winning. Whatever they're doing, it's working. Now, you don't want to do that all the time, although I do know some people that actually just go around a casino and do that, and, and they do quite well. Um, you just have to be careful that uh, you're not following what we call a mirage, where it looks like somebody's winning when really, uh, you know, they're always digging in their pocket, getting a bunch of chips, and they, you just happen to catch them uh, when they want a couple hands. Um, but if they are, if someone is does seem to be doing rather well consistently, play a couple bets with them and see if you can pick up a couple units with them. Now, the same rules apply for doing that as with any other approach. It's only going to last so long. So if you can pick up four or five units by doing something like that, all the better, and then get away from it for a while. So And look for other things or look for another table. So, Well, listen, going to keep it a little short tonight. We have the uh, UFC Live coming on tonight, so I want to go ahead and catch that tonight. I hope a couple of you do. I'm really happy that uh, some sporting events are coming back on. So uh, I want to just chime in tonight. Uh, don't forget, Monday night, if you're not a member, we have uh, our 5D play session where everyone who's coming to the session will be playing 5D. So that's for premium members. If you're not a member, now's the time to sign up, get that training. I got a couple uh, couple emails about joining up. Uh, you know, please don't hesitate. Uh, you won't be disappointed. We have hundreds of videos on the club. Every system you could possibly think of. Uh, we're looking for a play session in June with all our players. Uh, we have a great time. It's a great time right now to tweak your play and learn how to really win and beat this game. So uh, I'm going to sign off. I hope you everyone has a... Uh uh, a wonderful evening uh, and enjoys the uh, rest of the evening. Maybe watch the UFC or uh, whatever else you decide to do tonight. So listen, until next time, this is Keith from Meet the Casino. We'll see you Tuesday night or if you join our club, we'll catch you beforehand. But Tuesday night, 9 o'clock, we'll be back on. Thanks a lot.